Welcome to Steeping Around, sponsored by the Maya Tea Company. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. Joined in studio today, as always, by producer Terry Labois. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I am wonderful. You're starting to settle in now from the trip. Yes, I'm fine. I'm Life's back. going back to normal. I'm back to normal. Awesome. My calendar is filled again. Back to the routine. Kids are back in school. So everything is back to normal after kind of a tough transition from coming back to India. But it was awesome. Good. When did the kids go back to school? Today was their first day back. Yeah. Well, speaking of being back, we also want to get back on track in terms of talking about tea. You know, we spend a lot of time talking about philosophy and the interview (laughs) with me and all of these other things. But this show really is about tea and we love tea and we want to get back to that. I particularly wanted to feature this interview that we did at the World Tea Expo in June. Now, it's been a little while since we took the interview, but the subject matter is certainly relevant. You know, we've talked so much about some of the big tea growing regions, obviously China, India, and then we had the interview with Joy about Kenya. Mm -hmm. But we want to continue on this path and talk about one of the smallest, if not the smallest tea growing region in the world. You may not know where it is. It's Portugal. Well, Portugal, isn't that in Europe? Yeah, it is. It is in Europe, but it's not exactly where the tea is grown. Now, Portugal is known because that's the first place that tea was brought to Europe. So the Portuguese, who were very advanced in in terms of their exploration of Asia, mm-hmm. were able to procure tea first and bring it over. So the first time anyone had any tea in Europe was in Portugal. Wow. Yeah. So I did not know that. That's right. Huh. Now, going forward, they managed to plant some tea bushes out in the Azores Islands. Now, the Azores Islands are a group of islands off the coast of Portugal, like about a thousand miles west of Portugal. And they're about 2,400 miles east of the United States. So about two-thirds of the way between North America and Europe. They're kind of out in the middle of the Atlantic. Beautiful, beautiful islands. To put that in some perspective for those of you who live in the United States, Hawaii is about 2,000 miles west of the western side of the United States. So if you've ever taken a flight from, say, Los Angeles or San Diego to Hawaii, it takes about five hours. Well, it would take just a little bit more than that to go from the east coast to the Azores Islands. So it's really, like you say, out in the middle of nowhere. Looks beautiful. <laughs> I want to visit. I would too. But it does you look have to listen to what David Tavares has to say about his tea company. It's called the Goriana Tea Company, and it's in fact the only tea company mm-hmm. left on those islands. He's going to talk about the history, the relevancy, his family, the factories, the islands. I mean, he's going to cover all of it. It's a great interview. It's a little long, so we're going to go ahead and take a break at this moment. But when we come back, we're going to listen to that interview. And then in the last segment, we're going to tell you what we think all of his teas because we cupped them and they were fabulous. So stay with us. You're going to want to hear it. We'll be right back here on Steeping Around. Hi, this is Sarah with the Maya Tea Company. If you've been steeping around with Manish Shah, you've likely heard me on random radio commercials. Although I'm sure I could have had you fooled, no, I'm not a professional radio presence. Actually, I work alongside your host, Manish, during the Monday to Friday 9 to 5, pushing paper and paying bills. And like most of us 9 to 5ers, I require a daily dose of caffeine. Luckily for me, working in the tea business, there's no shortage of caffeinated teas to choose from. But I generally stick to my two favorites, Yerba Mate and Puer Tea. 
Yerba Mate is strong and grassy while Pu'er is earthy and robust. When it comes to flavor, these teas couldn't be any more different, but I can depend on both of these to keep me on the edge of my seat, which is really a necessity when you work with a guy like Manish. You can find these wonderful teas, Yerba Mate and Pu'er, on our website available for sale, but that's not all. Check out the blog section of MayaTea.com for a blog written specifically on each of them by yours truly. You'll find a variety of other blogs there as well. That's right, Maya Tea Company isn't just about selling great tea, it's all about education and community. So if you like what you've heard on Steeping Around, you're sure to love what you're going to find on MayaTea.com. And if you type the word steep into the coupon code, you can save 15%. Cheers! We're back here at Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. Joined in the studio today by producer Terry LaBeouf, talking about all things Portuguese tea, actually. They only come from one place, a place called the Azores Islands. We talked about them in some detail. The website, if you're curious, is uh, azores.com. That's A-Z-O-R-E-S.com, in case you're wondering. It was pretty cool. They were very beautiful islands. Beautiful islands, and I hope to visit. And luckily, I now have a friend who's from there, <laughs> so I have a good destination. And an there. invitation, and as an invitation. I recall. Yeah, you want to listen to this interview. It's a little long, so let's get it started. Let's hear what David Tavares of the Goriana Tea Company has to say about his fine tea. We're speaking live from the World Tea Expo in Las Vegas 2011, and I have been in the tea business for a long, long time. So I'd like to think that there are not too many surprises left for me, but that's not true. We were walking and we discovered something that I had never seen before. A company doing loose leaf tea from Portugal. I didn't even know that you could grow tea in Europe, but apparently you can. And we discovered a family who is bringing tea in from Portugal, and it's awfully fine. I'm lucky enough today to be sitting down with David Tavares, the president of North American Sales for Goriana Tea Company. David, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. Well, it was a total shock to come by here and see your tea and say, this is from Portugal. Tell me a little bit about your personal history with tea and how far back does it go? Well, growing up, my family owns the plantation that's been in our family for five generations. And I used to grow and spend summers with my grandmother and my cousins picking tea in Portugal. So I would leave school in late June and wouldn't come back until September where I'd spend with my grandmother picking the tea, going with my cousins and through the tea fields, seeing all the process and really falling in love with the culture of tea. Now, I don't know if you know this, but, you know, we know a lot of the tea professionals here, and the vast majority of us cannot sit here and tell you that we actually watched the tea grow, actually picked the tea, and actually processed it in the machinery as well. So you have kind of a unique story. Well, it is a unique story, and if you haven't had the opportunity yet, we'd love to have you visit the factory so you can visit and uh, pick the tea yourself and go through all the rooms and really see it. Everything is hand-packaged. It's all processed at the estate, so it's a really nice, good quality, organic tea. Now, you were telling me a little bit about your family. So can we go into that a little bit about the history of the garden and how long your family's been there and so forth? Well, yes, tea has been growing wild in Portugal since the 1700s, but we didn't know what to do with it commercially. In 1801, 
tea was sent to the king of Portugal, told him that we were growing tea wild in Portugal, but we didn't know how to produce it commercially. In 1874, two workers came from Macau and taught the Portuguese really the art of tea cultivation, where 15 factories were opened and gardens in Portugal from the late 1880s. And up until the 1960s, there was the original 15 plantations, with Goriana now being the only remaining plantation due to the price of labor, electricity, and the cost of European standards. Now, you have an interesting story, too, because you said that the Portuguese were taught how to make tea by two workers from Macau, which is a Chinese colony. Well, I guess it's now part of China, but at the time, they were a Chinese colony. So you're using old Chinese tea-making techniques. Absolutely, and most people don't know that. Uh, Portugal was the first country to encounter tea, to import it, and produce it. The first European to encounter tea was the Portuguese father, Jasper de Cruz, who in 1560 wrote to the mainland Portugal about his encounters in Macau and the tea that he had come across. That's fascinating. Now, what about your family? How long has your family had the garden? Well, the first plants were planted on the Guriana Estate in September of 1874, and we've been producing tea ever since, with the first productions coming in 1883s of our green and black teas. We have two different types of green tea and three different types of black tea. And since the 1960s, my great-aunt Berta Mireles Hintz has been running the factory, and it was really her tenacity that kept the pulse of the factory going. Back in the the late 60s and early 70s when the Portuguese were nationalizing all family-owned and operated companies, one of the few companies that was able to avoid nationalization was Goriana. And a lot of it has to do with her tenacity. She received the Medal of Merit and she was considered the first female deputy mayor of Portugal in 1971 to 73. That's really fascinating. And you were also telling me that your plant today is the only remaining factory that's producing tea, and why? Well, one of the reasons why of the 15 original factories that were producing tea in Portugal and Europe that Goriana is remaining is because the plant has been powered hydroelectrically since the 1920s. So there's a stream that runs through the estate, and that generates the power for the machinery inside the factory. So when the other factories couldn't afford to stay open because of electricity prices, Goriana was able to because of its eco-friendly hydroelectric dam that runs through the estate. So your family was green before being green was really a cool thing to do. Absolutely, and people sometimes associated my uh, great uncle as a little eccentric because he was buying very expensive machinery from England and Germany. He was an engineer, and when he decided that uh, he was going to use that stream to plant the power hydroelectrically, people thought that he was a little, uh, a little eccentric. But it proved to be one of the reasons why Gorian is the European powerhouse that it is today. So tell me a little bit more about your story and the history of Goriana tea here in the U.S. How old is your company and how long have you been doing this? Well, we just started in November of 2010 here in uh, North America. We started launching our teas with the help from my uncle who's been running the tea plantations for the last few decades. He gave me the opportunity, Hermano Mota, to represent the family here in North America. And it's really an honor because the New York Times wrote an article on July 27th of 1879 about the first teas that were produced in Europe that was sent to the Kew Museum for observation. And they note my great-great-uncle, José de Canto, was the one who actually actually sent those teas to the European market for observation. So 125 years later, to still be representing my family's tea and with the legacy from José de Canto to my great aunt and my uncle, it's just a very 
It's a nice story, and I love sharing it with people, letting them know that our family has owned this plantation for five generations. The sixth generation is going to be my cousin, Madalena, who is learning from her father and her grandmother now all the secrets of how to run the factory. You said November 2010, so it's really quite in its infancy. So how has it been going with your company since you opened in North America? Well, we've had an overwhelming response because people don't associate Europe with tea production. And when they find out that we've been doing it for over 100 years and we produce between 50 and 60 tons annually, people are interested not just as a novelty, but they want to try the tea to see what tea tastes like that's organic, that's grown in Europe. And people like fair trade, family-owned and operated companies. Our family has worked the land, the plants have history on them, and really it's our family's name at stake when we sell this tea. And you were telling me a fascinating story about the fact that they serve your tea on the airlines. Yes, we just had an agreement with Sata Airlines, it's Portuguese Airlines, and we are served exclusively on board their airlines. So if you go on board, you can try a Guriana tea before you even get to Portugal. And it's always nice when the stewardess go up and down the aisle and ask if anybody wants a cup of Guriana tea. I can't wait to actually see if I can't visit your tea estate in Portugal and be on that airline and maybe have a great cup of Guriana tea. What types of tea do you actually sell? Because I know that you have five different types, and they're all loose leaf, correct? Yes, we have loose leaf tea. We have two different varieties of green tea. Our first harvest green tea, which is picked in April and May, we use only the first three leaves of the Camilla synthesis plant. And then our second harvest, which is picked in mid-May, the leaves are sterilized using steam. And then we have our three black teas, the orange pico, which is from the first leaf, the pico, which comes from the second leaf, and the broken leaf, which comes from the third leaf of the plant. So it's all the same plant that's used. It's just the different leaves that separate the varieties of tea. And my favorite is the broken leaf. It's the least expensive of the black teas, but it is a perfect tea for any time of the day. It is very light and low in caffeine, and it just adds a great earthy flavor that can't be matched anywhere in the world. And they're all 100% organic too, which is really great. Yes, it is 100% organic. No pesticides, herbicides, or fungicides held to the European Union's highest standards. That's awesome. Now, if somebody wanted to find some of your tea, where could they go to get it? Well, here in North America, we have it on our website right now. We're also working with retailers in California and in Fall River and Boston and New Jersey. But if you visit gorianatea.com, it's G-O-R-R-E-A-N-A-T-E-A.com, you can see a bunch of pictures of the factory, the exotic flora and fauna that exists, and really get to see the variety of teas that we have to offer. And can you give me an indication of where the name Goriana tea came from? Yes, people always wonder why we chose the name Goriana. Goriana is the name of the town in Portugal dating back to the 1500s. So it was named Goriana tea as in the town's tea, the people's tea. It was tea for the people. It's been like that for over 125 years. And that's why Goriana has been a staple in European pantries for over a century. Well, I want to thank you for taking the time out to visit with us. It was clear when we walked by that you have a very unique story, a personal one. Your passion is obvious, and I wish you the greatest of success. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. He is a really nice young man. He was. He was really sweet. He was wonderful. It was great. great time to interview him. It ran a little long because the conversation was so interesting right. to me. Very cool. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk about his tea. He's got several varieties. We've cupped them. You'll want to know what we have to say about them. Stay with us. We'll be right back here on Steeping Around.
name is Roxanne and I am with the Maya Tea Company. Now Manish and the guys know an awful lot about tea and they have put together some incredible blends. But let's face it, sometimes they still need a woman's touch. I have a special gift for aesthetics and have put the finishing touches on most of the tea blends that we make in-house. But I've also created my own blends from scratch. One of my own tea blends has become the number one seller for the Maya Tea Company, the Pomegranate Mojito Green Tea. Pomegranate Mojito mimics one of my favorite bar drinks with fresh green tea, peppermint, lime, and pomegranate. And don't worry, if you're missing that extra kick, this tea tastes incredible with an added ounce of tequila or rum. Don't be afraid to spice up your teas. That's what I do. You can find my pomegranate mojito tea as well as recipes and many tea cocktail ideas at www.mayatea.com. You can save 15% on any of your tea selection, particularly the pomegranate mojito. Our coupon code is STEEP. Cheers! Or as we say here in the Southwest, salute! Welcome back to Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea in studio today with producer Terry Labaugh, talking about the Goriana Tea Company and all of their offerings. They actually have four or five different teas. I think we cup three of them. Yeah. You were particularly fond of the black tea. I have never had an orange pico taste like that before. And as we were looking at the website, I found out that they're mostly volcanic islands. And I think that has a lot to do with that flavor. It has a little wildness, a little tropicalness yeah. that's, that's hard to fathom. It's really good. The same thing with their green tea. It has elements of like a Chinese flavor because it is a Chinese bush that they're getting the tea from. But at the same time, it has some of that wildness and some of that tropicalness is probably inherent to the region. So that was a really good tea. Strong, I think, actually. It's For quite, a green tea? Yeah, yeah, it had a nice bite to it, like in a pleasant way. Yeah. And then I also had their broken leaf tea, which I like. He said it was kind of mild, but I felt like compared to the other ones, it has a good punch to it. And it's very smooth. It's mellow. It's not like it's aggressive or anything, mm. but it's very flavorful. And I think that's the main thing about their tea. Must be the conditions because I think so. there's just something about the flavor of their tea that's very unique to the ones that you'll find almost anywhere else. So we've got nothing but praise for the teas that they're offering. Nothing but praise for David and the work that he's doing. And certainly worth visiting their website and getting some of those teas. Speaking of teas, if you want to visit our website, and get any of the ones that we offer, you know where to go, www.mayatea.com. If you're a fan of the show, fan us on Facebook. You can find Facebook sites for both Steeping Around as well as Maya Tea Company. And of course, if you've got a question about our show, please email us. That email address is steep at mayatea.com. That's S-T-E-E-P at mayatea.com. We hope you enjoy the show this week. Next week, we're going to stay on track with Island Teas. Yay! Yeah. Did you know (laughs) that we have some great tea growing right here in the United States in the very Hawaiian islands that I spoke of before? Well, we have a great interview with Eva Lee, and we're going to play that for you next week. And so you'll definitely want to listen to see what uh, we've got going on in Hawaii now. That makes two great places I can visit. That's right. That's awesome. (laughs) Can't wait to go. 
Well, we're back to talking about leaves, and we're thankful that you joined us. Thank you very much, Producer Terry Clark, for joining me today. Always a pleasure to be here. And thanks to all of you. And please remember, until next week, it's great to be talking tea again and steeping around with you. 